Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. Today I will be reading from Matthew 5, 11 through 12, and I'll be reading from the Good News Translation. It says, happy are you when people insult and persecute you and tell all kinds of evil lies against you because you are my followers. Be happy and glad for a great reward is kept for you in heaven. This is how the prophets who lived before you were persecuted. On June the 9th, 1963, Miss Fannie Lou Hammer and a several few activists were returning from citizenship program in um, Charleston, South Carolina. When their bus stopped as they were going back into Mississippi, their bus stopped in Wyona, Mississippi. And when they stopped, they decided to do a protest, nonviolent protest, at an all-white lunch counter. And in the process of doing that, they um, were taken into custody. When they were taken into custody, they were beaten by the officers, but they also were beaten by blacks that were forced to also beat them, those that were inmates in, the, in custody as well. During that time, Miss uh, Miss Fanny endured an eye injury, leg, and kidney that would affect her life until she died. Also, when they were released three days later, they were aware, made aware that Megar Evers, who also was an activist in Mississippi, had been assassinated while sitting in his carport. All month long. We have been in a series, it's the attitudes for me. Pastor Mario and along with um, pastors and ministers here at Growth Point have been ministering from the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes is where God, where Jesus is teaching on the Mount. And he's teaching his disciples and those individuals that are desiring to be disciples on what it means to be pure in spirit those who mourn, meek, hunger, and thirst, and the merciful, pure in heart, and peacemakers. Here where we get where I am charged at with 11 and 12, it says, but be happy that people persecute you. I'm going to miss a lot of people on that. Because many times when we're persecuted, many times when we're insulted, we go immediately to the flesh. We respond in the flesh. We fight in the flesh. We clap back all the time in the flesh. But here Jesus says, be happy. The Greek word for happy is markos, which means be fortunate that you're persecuted. How many of us are really fortunate to be persecuted? Because we're really not. At the end of the day, we want to defend the lie that somebody has said about us. 
We want to defend the words that people have said. We want to defend everything that somebody has said about us because we know that it's not true. But here God said, don't clap back, don't fight back, but be happy. Be happy about the words that they say about you. He's teaching a radical way of responding in persecution. And he made this last because he knew that if we were going to be uh, hungry and thirsty, if we're going to be merciful, if we're going to be all of these things, then at the end, we're going to be persecuted because this is a totally different way of the way life is. Why is it that God counterreacts the way we really are as humans? I don't know. Trying to figure that out too. Because it was interesting that even during Miss Fanny's moment in the civil rights movement, it said that she would always stay in a posture of surrender. So if we're going to be persecuted and we're going to be able to do it in a happy way, we have to stay in the pocket with Jesus. Meaning stay in the tempo with him. That means if he's rocking, you rocking. It means if you rolling, you rolling and y'all in it together because that's the only way you're going to be able to suffer persecution in the most fortunate and happy way. Miss Lou Hammer and many of the civil rights people, I always go back to them because that was a particular, it was a peculiar time in our world where them people were disciplined and they knew who they were in the pocket with. They were in the pocket with Jesus and they died to their flesh daily. And in order to be able to come into some type of alignment with being happy, with being persecuted, you have to die daily to self flesh because you're going to be unmanageable. You're going to be able, you're going to always be swayed and off balance because you can't come into alignment in your flesh. You can't come into alignment coming for folks, saying things toward folks, being mean and hateful toward folks. Yes, you see the screenshot. Yes, you see the subliminal messages on Facebook. But what is it for you to come out of the pocket and throw the whole purpose of God off? It said that during the civil rights, when they were in jail, Miss Hammer would often, when she would be low, Sis would grab those old spirituals, such as go tell it on the mountain. We use those for Christmas, but she used those during hardships. And it was go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Then it says she used another spiritual of this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Come whatever I'm going to let my light shine and I'm going to stay in the pocket with God and I'm going to rock this tempo with him while we get through this thing called life because it really ain't even about me. It's about a generation that will come behind me. It'll be about a melody rapper that will stand before people that will proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I got to stay in pocket because it's not about me. That's why they fought. Why do we fight? When we finally understand our purpose in life, then we won't be able to fight out of the flesh, but we will stay in pocket with Jesus. The first thing we got to do in order to stay in the pocket, we got to be cool. 
What I mean by cool? You got to be cool, calm, and collected. What we used to say here in Lex, we used to say, man, I'm cool as a fan. When things come your way, you just got to remain cool. Reacting and responding in the flesh, you're only giving people something to talk about. James 12, 1 and 12 says, happy are those who remain faithful under trials. Because when they succeed in passing such a test, they will receive their reward in life with God, which God has promised to those who love them. Stand in the pocket. Being in alignment with God. Give people all spirit and stop giving them your flesh. My children have been going through a lot of persecution here lately. Whether Miles is on the court, whether Darius is trying to figure out life, whether Tori is trying to figure out life. They always are out of pocket and they're trying to figure out. And I'm telling them to remain cool. And I'm trying to teach them how to remain cool. Because the thing is, if you're going to be able to suffer persecution, you got to know you got folks looking at what you're going to respond, how you were going to respond, and the way you're going to respond. And the way you respond will affect whoever else is behind you. So you got to stay cool at all times. Cool and understand that God has you. And that great is your reward for those who stay in the pocket with Jesus. The second thing you have to do is stay calm. Being calm is totally composed, no reactions, no words, just, just calm. Know who you are and know whose you are. I know of my brother, uh, uh, brother G, I love him so much because he has no emotions. He ain't really too bothered about too much. He stays calm, he stays cool, and that's his tempo. And that's how we gotta be when people come for us. People say manner, all manner of evil toward us. People have words. People are gonna say words. People are gonna do petty things. But in order to live this radical thing out that Jesus is talking about, you got to stay in the pocket. You got to stay in, in tempo with him. And you got to know that if you are calm, then there's no reaction. Don't, nobody ain't got nothing to say about you. Nobody ain't got nothing to say about how you respond. Because at the end of the day, people are looking at what you're going to say. How you're going to say it and the way you will say it. So what you say will reflect what God is really doing in your life. Do you operate mentally out of your flesh all the time? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to drench you with his presence? To position you where you're not even recognizable of who you really are. That people know that you are in God's pocket all the time. This ain't easy. This won't always be easy, but I promise you, if you get some discipline to your life, discipline your mind, your spirit, and your soul, and stay in the word of God, nothing can shake you. You will say, yay, I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death, 
but I'm not fearing no evil for God is with me. His rod and his staff, it comforts me. It prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will continue to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's when you know that you're in the pocket with God. Because when it gets hard and when it gets unmanageable, then you, you rely on the word and not flesh. You rely on the word and not your hype man. You got to make sure you got the right hype man. In the 90s, the rappers always had a hype man. They would come in and everybody's bobbing and everybody's weaving and they got you going. But if you got the wrong hype man, trust you. You're going to fail every time. But if you got the hype man of Jesus, you bobbing. You weaving, you going, you in the pocket with Jesus and nothing, nothing can separate you from him. Nothing. Because you totally bobbing and weaving with God. Make sure you got the right hype man. Because your hype man will keep you off every single time. Your hype man will keep garbage in your head and have you coming for folks when it ain't really even about you. When it ain't even really about that situation. It might be even God using individuals to bring you into alignment. Maybe whoever you're going to try to pop off on is the very person that God is using you to bring into his kingdom. But because you don't open your mouth too quick, you don't do the whole thing off and then they are on the ground. What do we do when persecution happens? This summer was rough for me and my family, my church family. Some people came for us. And if I didn't really bring myself into alignment, I could have messed up a lot of stuff. I could have said a lot of evil things. I could have thrown off a lot of lives. But I'm thankful that greater that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm thankful that I'm able to bring myself into alignment with God. Because as I continue to discipline myself, align myself, I am being able to be used by God. I, got to, I tell people all the time, I got too much to lose and nothing to gain to respond to somebody. You need to tell everybody you got too much to lose and nothing to gain by popping off on folks. Folks going to be folks at the end of the day. Folks are going to say what they're going to say. They're going to paint a whole picture about you. But if it ain't the truth, you don't have to answer. Why do we keep responding to lies? Why do we keep responding to untruth? I don't come down for nobody. I don't come down for nobody. You shouldn't come down for nobody. We shouldn't come down for nobody because we should know who's and what we are in this thing for. And it's for the edifying of God's body. And it's for us to live a radical way in which he was teaching during this time with the Beatitudes. He said, be happy. Be, be counted as fortunate. That you are enduring what you are enduring. I had gave my husband a shout out over um, his birthday and I meant this with everything in me. I have been a steward 
a student of his because I see how he responds when things get crazy. I see how he responds when things, when, when people get very wordy about situations. And I become a student and I believe God has used him to allow me to be a student to understand again, you ain't gotta respond. The battle is not yours, it's mine. Step back and let me do me. Not that vengeance may be mine and that I, you may get them, God. No, God, save them, heal them, deliver them, and set them free. I have no ill will where I want somebody else to pay for whatever and however they have said or done to me or my family. What I want is God's will to be done in my life. What I want is to stay in the pocket with God. What I want is to stay cool, calm, and be able to do everything that he has purposed me to do. That comes with a lot of discipline. That comes with daily discipline. You daily got to submit your life to God every day, every hour, every minute, because the enemy is lurking, seeking who he may devour. Will he devour you? Or will you stay in the pocket with Jesus? The last and final thing is you got to be collected. Once you cool, once you calm, you got to be collected. Job 41, 23 through 24 says, There is not a weak spot in his skin. It is as hard and unyielding as iron. His stony heart is without fear, as unyielding and hard as a milestone. Collected is when you are solid in yourself and no thing can move you because you're rocking with God. You are drenched in the Holy Spirit and you are bringing your flesh into alignment with Jesus. You are immovable and collecting on the insurance God has made on your life. He has an insurance plan on your life. And if he cannot cash in on his insurance, then it's all for nothing. Then it laps. Then it's of no void. Then you don't even get what is the reward because you don't allow him to ensure that he got you. Because we keep operating out of the lack of trust. But if you collect it, you can't be moved. We can never stop believing. We can never stop praying. And we can never stop trusting that if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, who can be against you? I'm going to say it one more time. Who, if God is for you, who can be against you? When we are in the right pocket with Jesus, we are able to flow in our freedom. We are able to discover purpose. I know we're changing up our, um, our um, creed here, but I love it. We are discovering purpose and we're finding freedom. 
Because that's how you find freedom and discover purpose is when you bring your mind and your spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to come in. And as he comes in, you are a new creature. The old things have passed away and begin and the new has begun. When will you allow God to begin a new thing in you? Because when the new thing has begun in you, you won't respond the way you used to. You won't be able to say the things back. And you won't be able, you'll look and be like, man, I am new. You will look and you'll be like, man, I'm all the way in this thing, in this pocket with Jesus. You will live a life of surrender. You will live a life of wholeness. It's possible. No, we don't have to struggle forever in our mind and our spirit because we bring those things into alignment. And that was what Jesus was trying to prepare his disciples before he checked out of here is that you got to get this flesh together because when you get this flesh together, you will be able to fight and you will be able to count this thing as joy. Paul was saying count it all joy. Paul wasn't talking about count it all joy because he had a whole lot of Instagram likes. Paul wasn't talking about count it all joy because he was popping in our society. Paul wasn't talking about count it all joy because he was in his winning season. Paul was in prison and talking about count it all joy. He knew where he was. He knew whose he was and he knew who was calling him to a certain type of stance in the kingdom of God. When our position is right and when we know that persecution is not the death of us, then we know that we are in the kingdom of God and we're working and we're walking in the community of God and we're walking in relationships with God and we're walking in the spirit of God. And when we walk in those things, that's when we are able to find freedom. And discover our purpose. And that is the hardest thing to do. Because humanly we are flesh. And so our immediate response is to respond when things don't feel right. Respond when things hurt. Respond when pain comes. Respond when folk come for your children. Respond when folk come for your mama and them. Respond when people come for your pastor. Respond when people come for the people that you love so dearly in here. But we got to be like, we got to be like Paul. Even in the prison, we got to count it joy. Even on those annoying jobs, you got to count it as joy and fortunate and be happy that you even got employment because somebody don't. Count it all joy when you got a, an adult child that persecutes you and records your private conversation. Count it all joy. Count it all joy because great is your reward if you don't faint. Great things that God has in store for you when you don't faint 
and you don't give in to the persecution. It says great is your reward in heaven. Why are we so busy fighting for our reward here on earth? Our reward is in heaven. That's the reason why we are persecuted. That's the reason why people like the civil rights movement had to go through so much and we still going through so much. That's the reason why we have to count it all joy when we persecuted for being one third of a black, of a person because of the color of our skin. Persecution for you not even being an American to somebody else. You have to count it all joy. You have to stay cool and you have to stay calm and you have to stay collected. In order for us to really live out the radical life of Jesus and that what he was preaching and teaching his disciples, we have to live in a state, in a position of being fortunate that he even considers you worthy of being persecuted for his namesake. Do you feel worthy for being persecuted for God's namesake? Or do you wallow in that thing? Or do you complain about that thing? Do you cry about that thing? Or do you moan? And do you, do you, do you get in a sense of depression because it's uncontrollable and it's unmanageable? But he saved the best for last. And he knows who he has chosen. Why sell him short by not responding? Why sell him short by not reacting to what he has for you? There's great things in store for you if you would just sway with him. Rock with him. Go with him. Say, God, I don't understand this. I don't like it. I don't even know about it. It goes against everything I've been taught to do. Everything I've known to do. My moral standards even go against it. But you know what? We in this thing together. And I'm in the tempo with you. And I'm in the pocket with you. And I'm rocking. Now I'm rolling and I'm rocking and I'm rolling because I know that great is my reward. In order to you for you to feel some type of release when you are persecuted for the name of Jesus, you have to stay cool, calm, and collected. And if this word has blessed you, and you feel that God, you've been in a season of persecution or a season of being insulted, all of that. Know that God loves you and he has purpose for you. And all he wants you to do is stay in the pocket with him. God bless you. I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot 
and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, keep growing.